We expect a lot from our homes. They're more than a place to hang your hat. They're where you try your hand at gardening and new recipes, rest and recharge, work and play. And that's why at HomeAdvisor, we're committed to keeping your home up and running. Whether you need to repair an overloaded appliance or you're looking to create a backyard retreat worthy of a summer staycation, use the HomeAdvisor app day or night and we'll find a local pro to get the job done right. Whatever you need, we'll do everything to fix your everything. Download the HomeAdvisor app today to get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of When I Was 13. For us, reading or purchasing a book isn't a big deal, but for a lot of children, getting or buying a book is a dream. For this episode, I got in touch with Rajiv Bona, who left a lucrative job to help the underprivileged kids to get access to books. With that in mind, Ruchi is the founder of Let's Open a Book. So let's hop on into a time machine to meet Ruchi in Kolkata when she was 13. Hi Ruchi, and thank you so much for taking your time out to be on my show when I was 13. So let's begin with a quick introduction of yourself in terms of what you do currently and what you like to do when you have some free time to yourself. Sure. Hi, Arushi. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's really a pleasure. <laughs> Thank uh, you. My name is Ruchi Dhona. I'm the founder of Let's Open a Book. It's a not-for-profit organization. And uh, what we do is uh, try to spread the love of reading in remote mm. parts of the country. Mm. In my free time, I actually have a bunch of things that I do, but most mm. of it, I think, goes to listening to music. Yeah. Uh, other, other than that, I'm also learning Kathak and I'm trying to learn wow. Tibetan language. So, wow. yeah, I do have a lot of interest. So, I do that and whatever remaining um, is left, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, a whole lot of it, again, goes to reading. Yeah. And, um, but sometimes I like to, you know, explore a little bit of art. Yeah, I think all of those things. Wow, that's nice. I mean, you're <laughs> spending your time properly and I'm just watching TV here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I do a whole lot of that too. I just didn't know what all to put in. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to hop into a time machine and go back mm-hmm. to the time when you were 13. So mm-hmm. do you remember what year it was? Yeah, it was 1996. Oh, okay. So what town or city were you in when you were 13? I actually grew I grew up in uh, Kolkata. Oh, wow. I, yeah. My mom and dad both are from Calcutta. So. Oh, that's really cool. Which part mm-hmm. of Calcutta? I don't know. I don't know. So next question is that, as mm-hmm. you said, you grew up in Calcutta. Were you in Calcutta mm-hmm. your entire school life? Or did you yes. change Oh, okay. So, like, personally, I think that I've been in Gurgaon for, like, a really long time and I don't want to change my school because I don't want to leave my friends behind. Did it ever occur to you that, you know, if my parents have to move somewhere, how will I manage this and all? To be honest, uh, that wasn't really so much of a concern uh, when I was growing up. I I attended a school until 10th standard and then for uh, plus two, I went to another school. Okay. So I guess I saw a little bit of both the things. Um, you know, I mean, like uh, I, I had been in one school for long enough, but I mm-hmm. also was able to move to another school where I got uh, exposure to a completely new environment. That's interesting. So as you mentioned earlier, uh, you mm-hmm. started 
let's open a book so right what made you you know want to start this sure i have actually always always loved reading and mm-hmm. in fact i think i used to read much more when i was 13 than i do now maybe <laughs> and you know the kind of books that i read early on in my life they've had a huge impact on me and i just think that every child should have that yeah so i was doing some research and i got to know what, what let's open a book is in detail and all okay. so would you like to tell us more about it to our audience Sure absolutely so like i mentioned earlier uh, it's a not for profit organization mm-hmm. and um, we work in really remote areas um where there aren't any other interventions so at the moment we are working in spiti valley that's in himachal quite a few people know of spiti valley as like a very exotic uh, destination where um, <laughs> they want to go during the summers and and it is really incredibly beautiful uh-huh. uh but you know like as outsiders we don't really get to ever experience the kind of uh, problems that uh, people face over there on a day to day basis mm-hmm. right i mean um spiti is located at an altitude of 14000 feet so just being there in itself is a pretty challenging task Yeah. But other than that, like you know, um, it's really remote, and getting there is not really easy. So you know, like even even if, for example, if I had to buy a book in Spiti, I wouldn't be able to find a single bookstore. Oh. So the kind of luxuries that we have access to in city, um, uh, these are not really available in Spiti. But anyway, I, I digress a little bit. Uh, what we're trying to do. <laughs> is um actually work with the government schools in spiti and we are helping the teachers to set up reading corners in their schools mm-hmm. and um we we work with the teachers we work with students directly we work mm-hmm. with the district administration there and the idea is to create an environment in um in which children have access to good books mm-hmm. and they also have support of adults around them who can help them as they start their reading journeys Oh wow amazing <laughs> So when you were 13 and as you said you loved reading then I did yeah Did you ever think that you know when I grow up I will do something that is around books or were you thinking of being something else when you were 13 You know it might sound a little strange to you but to be honest I didn't really think any of those things when I was 13 That's not strange up. at all <laughs> really <laughs> No So um In fact I never really thought I was going to be one of those people who have uh, careers you know like I come from a fairly traditional family so mm-hmm. I always thought like you know okay you know maybe once I'm through college and everything I'll I'll probably be like a homemaker I'll once I get married mm-hmm. so I never really thought in terms of having a career or doing something what I'm doing right now and I'm I'm incredibly grateful mm-hmm. um to be able to do it now yeah, yeah. I mean it's very interesting what you're doing and what you've started it's really <laughs> helpful so how do you uh, bring so many books to kids and how did you decide you know this book will be good for this school and all like how did you do that right uh, so i'm actually based out of spiti for about 4 to 5 months in a year 
mm-hmm. but the rest of the time um i'm i'm based out of out, outside of spiti so in fact until last month i was actually based out of gurgaon okay uh, yeah so i've just moved to himachal but anyway the the time mm-hmm. that i'm not there in spiti i spend a lot of time reading children's books and uh, trying to understand whether these will be a good fit for the kids so there are a bunch yeah. of criteria there uh one is the age appropriateness right like so mm. we we primarily work with the government primary schools so like we have to be mindful about uh, what kind of literature would be right for the children that age then yeah. um there's an aspect of language that comes in so mm. most kids studying there actually are more most comfortable with hindi So we try and include a lo- whole lot of books um, in Hindi. Then there's another criteria: what kind of themes are there in these books, okay. right? I mean, when I was growing up, I had access to a lot of fairy tales, which is great. But I just feel like with the changing times, there are so many more things that uh, children need to have exposure to. True. So uh, these are some of the criterias on which we kind of filter. Uh, the books and decide okay what goes into the libraries and uh, once we have the list ready then we invite people to donate these books and then we pack it all up and then send to spiti oh wow lot of hard work <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's for a good cause so <laughs> it's fun too i mean i i yeah. really enjoy reading the books too so yeah that's nice i mean personally i don't read much which is something i'm trying to change because it's not good that i don't read much but no, it's <laughs> nice that you're doing this and you know it also inspires me to you know pick up a book and read and you know help others through that so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean see i i wouldn't bother so much um like you said that you you're not much into reading but to be honest like it's okay because everyone has different interests right Mm-hmm. and um i also feel like it's not really that you don't like reading i just feel like you haven't found the right book yet i guess maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> so pretty sure when you started this i mean you started all by yourself so to get so much money to buy so many books and i also read that you also bought some libraries or like got in touch with libraries to help the kids there so how did you manage to get so much money to do that to be honest i think i've just been extremely extremely lucky because i'm surrounded with like lots and lots of really amazing people who've been very very supportive of what i'm That's doing nice. so yeah so this includes friends it includes colleagues or mm-hmm. uh, like ex colleagues um that i used to work with then i went to st xavier's college calcutta so um mm-hmm. we have an alumni group and people from the group ha- group have been extremely extremely supportive wow. and it, like over a period of time i just feel like as a word gets out there are also strangers who reach out and they ask you okay you know what like what is it that i can help you with but really like there's just there's just so many people oh my god like i can't even um, like i don't even know where to start mm-hmm. but because of all of these people uh, so far the project has been sustaining and I think the biggest support came in last year um when Wipro Foundation gave me a fellowship so all of this combined um would touch so far it has it has been good yeah wow that's nice to hear so uh this is about helping others and you know sharing your kindness towards everyone so that everyone can get what they need and obviously everyone wants to contribute and 
you know, share their love with them. So how can the listeners of the show and someone like me can contribute to this lovely cause? Um, I think one of the easiest ways is um, to actually just help us spread uh, the word on the cause <laughs> because it helps us connect with more and more people and really opens up a lot yeah. of avenues for us. We also have a crowdfunding campaign going on. So um, if you'd like, you can also yeah. uh, make a contribution there. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So I would love to, you know, contribute to this Thank great you. cause. <laughs> Thank so, you. And I will spread out the word from through this podcast and all after this releases. So uh, that should be really yeah. helpful. So that, you know, we can help a lot of kids to read and get more books to help them. So as you said, your love for reading has brought you here. So when you were 13, what type of books did you read? Because books also changed through these years. So what books did you read when you were 13? Right. So I think I remember uh, Nancy Drew in particular, because I think I read mm-hmm. all the Nancy Drews that were there in my school library. Um, <laughs> yes, I read a lot of that. But I also read a lot of Hindi children's literature. So I mm-hmm. read magazines like Tinkle and Champak mm-hmm. and... Uh, <laughs> Nanhe Samrat and you know a lot of those. I've heard of Nancy Druentic. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Through my parents. But yeah, that's nice. I mean, some, uh, like, I'm pretty sure some people of my age know about Nancy Drew and, you know, it, they, those type of books will still go on in the future. Yeah. So, like, as we move on into future, a lot of things are going to change. And right. so, what do you think? can happen through this cause in the future which will help kids more like what can others do to help you out even more like what can people start something like that right so um you know other than the things i mentioned there there are really countless ways of helping out i mean it's not required that you have to go to like some place and start off like a big project i just feel like every individual can do something in their own capacities mm. so um if it works out for you you can just start reading out to a kid in the neighborhood you know yeah. or um, just get a bunch of big books give it out to children um so i just feel like everybody has the power of doing something it's just mm-hmm. a matter of kind of acting upon it i guess yeah true so what were you doing uh, before let's open a book if if that's okay if i can ask that if that's yeah okay. of, course, okay. of course so i i actually have an mba degree so i finished my masters in 2010 and after that i started working with at carney that's a management consulting firm i was there for a little over 4 years and after that i joined another consulting firm that's bain and company and uh, I quit uh, my corporate career in 2017. Okay, that's a huge step that you've taken, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you've done so much since then, which is amazing. I'm truly inspired by you right now because this cause <laughs> is actually helpful. And, you know, a lot of kids don't really get the chance to uh, read books at times because, you know, they they just don't have it, but you are helping them and, you know, getting them what they can get to help their future, which is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I just feel like this is 
really, really important thing for every child, mm. irrespective of where they are. And like mm. you said, you know, sometimes it's it's a matter of access that they just don't have access to books. But a whole lot of times, they just haven't had the right kind of exposure, you know, like, yeah. sometimes they just haven't had another adult kind of read out to them. It's as simple as that. So yeah, I'm just trying to do what I can, I guess. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, you're helping so many people. So let's hop on back into the time machine and mm-hmm. go back to the time when you were 13 to, you know, remember some nice memories. So a sure. lot has changed from then and now. I mean, now mm-hmm. we have Netflix and Amazon and everything to, you know, just switch on the TV, watch something and I have endless of options to watch. But yeah. um, you were 13 in the 1990s, but my parents, they were 13 when they, in the 80s and mm-hmm. they told me that they had like this one channel called Doordarshan and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So was it the same for you? So um, I think when I was growing up, all the transition from Doordarshan to all these channels happened. So I remember Mm -hmm. the times when I was super young, we would just wait for that hour on Sundays when you would get like a cartoon series coming. So I remember seeing like, you know, the duck and all of those on Sundays but then um, thankfully I also had the exposure of other channels because over a period of time we we had access to cable TV mm-hmm. that's nice I mean I <laughs> yeah. don't know how my parents managed to one channel throughout their teenage years <laughs> my parents also told me that Mm, when they were 13, Pizza Hut and, you know, your typical fast food and junk food wasn't like a big thing to them. Their yeah. junk food was like Chole Bhature or something like that. Was yes. it the same for you then? Absolutely. So um, I actually grew up in a very busy locality in Calcutta, which was very, very famous for its street food. So I remember every day when we'd be coming back uh, from school and we would usually walk down. It was just an unspoken rule, I guess, that we would stop by uh, the Golgappe wala, (laughs) (laughs) the the chaat wala and all of Uh that. And um, so, yeah, like that is what we survived on. We, Uh yeah, we didn't have like Pizza Hut and Domino's until much Mm -hmm. after, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I mean, Golgappas from Calcutta is... And um, it tastes so good. It's completely different from what's here. And I really miss that now that you mentioned it. <laughs> that is true. Although I'm sure if any Calcutan heard me saying Golgappa, they'd kill me because um, yeah. it's supposed to be Puchka, Puchka not yeah. Golgappa. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have reached towards the end of our podcast. And mm-hmm. like something that I ask most of my guests, all of my guests is that mm-hmm. What advice do you have for me and all the others listening to this show? I just think your generation is really lucky because of the kind of access to information you guys have and the kind of exposure uh, you guys have. Like, I'm to be honest, like, I'm really amazed that you're running this podcast when you're 13. I don't even know what I was doing when I was 13, to be honest. I just feel like you guys are, um, like, uh, you know, you're just like, just so much more smarter and competent than uh, <laughs> I was. So my advice would be um, to just go ahead and do what you want to do, you know, don't let anything yeah. hold you back. Uh, explore different things and then decide what is it that you really want to do. So that's actually really good advice because <laughs> do what you love because if you do something you don't really like, you won't put 
your full potential into it which is you, yes pretty useless so yeah yes so thank you so much for being here and <laughs> taking your time out and sharing your lovely uh, let's open a book because that's amazing and that's going to help a lot of people and hopefully people after listening to this podcast will contribute towards it thank you so much it was really lovely speaking to you thanks you too So that brings us to the end of yet another episode of When I Was 13. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I did putting it together. For me, at 13, meeting people and getting to know their world when they were 13 opens up a world that I will possibly never get to know otherwise. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast on your Android or iPhone. And yes, I am on Instagram, and you can follow me on when underscore I underscore was. 13. Catch you soon with yet another interesting conversation on when I was 13.